Hey people, Pope here. It's the very first episode of the podcast and I'm very excited to begin this journey. I mean, I'm so excited. Thanks for joining me here today or whatever day you finally do listen to the podcast. But yeah, thanks for joining me all the same. So yeah, like I said in my intro, we're going to be talking about MMA. So this is just going to be an introduction of what this podcast is supposed to be. And some things that you might need to know. So yeah, I started to pay close attention towards MMA just about two years ago. And since then, my interest in it has gone through the roof. I mean, I eat, sleep, and breathe MMA. Okay, maybe not that much, but I really do love the sport. So I decided to start this book as to preach the gospel of MMA to those who may be on the sidelines missing out on this amazing sport and also to reach out to as much MMA fans as possible either ways the ultimate goal the number one goal of this podcast is to like have fun with what I'm doing and to have fun with as much people that I can reach through this medium so today we're going to be talking about a few things First off, I'd like to do a proper introduction on what MMA is and what the UFC is. Then I'm going to talk about the most recent UFC event, which was UFC 250. My word, that was a night to behold. And then we'll also talk about the upcoming events. And then I'll tell you like a random fact you probably did not know. This is just going to be so random. It doesn't even have anything to do with the UFC. So I, this is like what I'm going to be doing from time to time, throwing some random facts because, yeah, it's just fun. Let's get the show on the road and away we go. So yeah, did you know that mixed martial arts, that is MMA, dates back 5,000 years? Let's take a second to think about this. Like 5,000 years, that makes it arguably the oldest sport in the world. Thousands of years later, it still stands. Yeah, what we have now might be a modernized version. There might be a new rule or two. And it's definitely more flashy than maybe it used to be back in the day. But the cost still remains. Two people find themselves squaring off against each other. And more often than than not, sorry, one person leaves the fight, the winner. And the beauty about it, MMA, is mixed martial arts. So you have the opportunity to pick and choose exactly what style you want to use to win. I mean, you see a lot of people with a, a background in wrestling coming into MMA or coming into the UFC and then they win through sheer knockout power. It might not make a lot of sense to people listening to yeah. They can win through knockout power. What's the big deal? But it's actually a a feat to behold. The UFC, which stands for the Ultimate Fight Championship, is a mixed martial arts promotion organization that brings together some of the world's best mixed martial artists, fighting each other in different weight classes. We have fight nights happen 
about three times a month yeah three times a month with the main event taking place once every month so that means every month there is at least one main event i already mentioned ufc 250 that's how you get to know them they call them um ufc and da 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 that's a number at the end and the most recent one was called ufc 250 yeah then every other weekend in the month you have the fight night so i mentioned that people fight in different weight classes for those of us that are already familiar with boxing the weight classes will not sound strange to you you know these classes are really needed to curb the weight disparity between fighters just take a second imagine someone like kevin hart going against the big show or if you do not know the big show just imagine kevin hart going against the rock everybody knows the win the rock johnson imagine if they really had to square off imagine how that fight would go if you can even call it a fight it's going to be a complete beat down so yeah the, the weight classes are there to help curb this imbalance so it's basically telling the fighters to pick on someone their own size so you don't pick on the smaller guy and just have easy victories pick on someone your own size beat your mate and then we can call you a champion or at least a winner so the weight classes are as follows we have straw weight everything below 115 pounds is considered straw weight so if you know anybody that is 70 pounds or 100 pounds or 110 pounds that person is most likely no that person is definitely a straw weight not most likely so we also have the flyweight and that's from after 115 pounds between 115 pounds to 125 pounds anybody you know the weighs in that range is a flyweight then the featherweight is found within the range of 135 to 145 pounds and then after that we have the lightweight division the lightweight division is fairly popular I, I think it's a very interesting division in fact most of the divisions are like if you look at them in depth man they have some star quality in them but yeah we'll get into all that episodes later or in the very next episode let's worry about this episode and we'll know what we're doing so yeah after the federal after the lightweight we have the welterweight and they are found between the 155 to 170 pound range so anyone within the 155 to 170 pound is eligible to fight in the welterweight and then you have um the middleweight the middleweight is between 185 pounds to 205 pounds so i'm a middleweight myself my natural weight is <laughs> found in that range so everybody in the ufc or in bellator in that weight range be careful because i'm coming for you after i'm done with this podcast then we have the light heavyweight the light heavyweight guys um are from 185 pounds to 205 pounds so they are not really heavyweight but 
they're heavier than middleweight so they had to give them their own class and call it the light heavyweights and then we have the big guys the heavy hitters the go to sleep putters <laughs> i don't know what i just said but i guess you understand yeah so the heavyweights are found within the range of 205 pounds to 265 pounds I'll have to check if the 265 pounds is correct. I think it is because they are the really, really big guys. I mean, they have crazy knockout power. You don't go to sleep during a heavyweight flight and fight because you blink and you might miss it. The might the the match could be boring for um, five minutes and then in one second, bam, it's over. Someone is sleeping. Because they just got hit by someone else's fist, which will be equivalent to a train at the moment at, at that point, particular point in time. So yeah, that's the heavyweight class. So that's it for weight classes, guys. In another episode, we will talk about the champions at each of these classes. So guys, the next section is what I like to call WWD, and that just stands for what went down. So I'll be talking about WWD, UFC 250, and that just means I'm going to be talking about what went down in UFC 250. So yeah, guys, like, I have to confess, I was not ready to start this podcast yet. And then I watched UFC 250. And that was when I knew I had to come and start this podcast, because this is a very good, this UFC 250 was a very, very good fight night or it's not fight night it was very very good pay-per-view and anybody that is not interested in the ufc i bet you that if you watch this you will be interested the card was so good it was so good like i can't explain how good it was you just have to see for yourself because you had everything on the card i mean you had knockouts you had walk-off knockout. A walk-off knockout is when someone just hits someone, puts the person to sleep, and doesn't even check to see if the person is like awake or not. Cause like you're that confident in the ability of your um, strikes. So we had this. I think two of them. Yeah. Now I'll be talking about them shortly. Then you had we had submissions, and then we had. Um, fights go to the the judge's decision we also had people that looked like they were losing at a point and then turned it around and totally kicked ass can i say that well i've said it already so yeah the first fight was eddie wineland versus sean o'malley sean o'malley is also known as sugar shane and he is the host of the sugar show because he's just that good. I mean, this guy has an undefeated record so far in professional MMA. He has 12 wins and 0 losses. And he was fighting against a veteran of the sports. Eddie Wineland has been um, in the UFC for a long... Okay, in MMA in general as for a, a long time. I don't know how long he has been in the UFC exactly, but he has been fighting in MMA for a long time. And then on comes Sean O'Malley. 
looking all uninterested in the fight and we were watching the fight he never looked like he was in trouble he didn't even look like he wanted to be there to be honest he was just there and then after about three minutes i guess he got tired he was like i guess i should just end this and leave and then he puts eddie wineland to sleep like he hits him with a right i think a right hook yeah he hits him with a right hook and eddie wineland goes flat on the floor and the most interesting part is he never looked back he just hit him and walked away the level of confidence guys it was mad it was mental completely mental i've never seen it done with so much finesse until ufc 250 guys just give it a watch and tell me what you think later then we had the next fight it was neil magni versus anthony rocco and this fight it, 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 it looked like neil magni was on the losing side it was on the losing end because in the first in the first round anthony rocco was all over him he was really taking it to him and I was all I was a little bit in fact I'd almost given up on Neil Magni and then the second round comes around and the Magni in the third round and the Magni that we saw in the first round they were completely different people because in the first round it looks like he was already losing and he could even possibly be knocked out but in the third round he was completely another person I think he felt like he was losing and he just had to put it all on the line. He went after Anthony Rocco like a dog. I mean, he went after him. I'm very sure that his opponent couldn't understand. He'll be like, ah, but this was the person I was beating like a few minutes ago. What happened? And so he was able to get the decision win at the end of the fight. The judges called it and all three of them scored him. Uh, for you know, unanimous win the next fight was Al Jamin Sterling versus Corey Sandhagen I don't know if I'm pronouncing this name correctly so Corey Sandhagen if you're listening please forgive me and um, just send me a, <laughs> a message on how to pronounce it correctly and I will so yeah this match was also another interesting one it was a first it, it ended in the first round and it was a submission win Aljamin Sterling took the back of Corey the first time but he wasn't really successful and then a few seconds later he locked in the the rare naked choke for a submission win and what made this one especially funny guys is Corey tapped out he tapped out to, of the game and he still went to sleep that was the funniest part for me because imagine you, he had already tapped out and Sterling immediately let him go but he still slept off on the mat they had to wake him up it was completely funny guys you should actually try and see this card it's, it's worth every minute then the next match 
I don't know how to pronounce his name also, so bear with me in advance. It was against Rafael Asunchao versus Cody Garbrandt. I made a fuss about how the first match was and how nice the knockout was. And it was really nice. But this one, the one that happened in this match, it definitely rivals that one. And the funny thing is, you don't get to see such greatness happen so close to each other or like on the same card, the same fight card, but they just happened. They just had to be happening. They just happened to be happening every other fight that night. And this particular knockout was, it was, it was one for the ages. Just watch it out, guys. And you'll see what I'm talking about. It happened on the very last second of the se uh, second round. The Cody Garbrandt ducks to evade the punch. And as he's coming up, he's coming up with a super rice hook. Clean on the chin of Raphael. Raphael goes to sleep and Cody Garbrandt walks out. And immediately the punch lands, we hear the the horn for the, the ending of the round. The funny thing, another funny thing is, Raphael goes to sleep and is unable to wake up and get himself. Even when they tried to wake him up and tried to sit him down on his stool, he was falling off the stool. They allowed him to sit down on the floor for a while to get himself. So it was a really, really good knockout. Then we have Amanda Nunes versus Felicia Spencer. Everybody knows Amanda is the goat of women's MMA. I mean, she's a champ's champ. That means she has two belts in two different divisions. That is not an easy feat. But Amanda is the first person in UFC to be able to defend both belts in both divisions. We've had champ champs before. A few guys have been able to do it. But none of them have been able to successfully defend both their titles. But Amanda has done it first. And she did against Felicia Spencer. This was a five rounder, five five minute rounds. Amanda went the whole distance this time around. And all kudos to Amanda, but also all kudos to Felicia because everyone knows Amanda is tough as nails. But Felicia never gave up. She ate everything Amanda had to give her for the whole five rounds. And that's really, really um, commendable. Alright guys, so we're done with WWD. So now I'm just going to tell you about what we have coming up tonight. In the bantamweight division, we have Jordan Espinosa versus Mark De La Rosa. And then the next fight after that is in the featherweight, where we have Andre Feely versus Charles Jordan. I'm just going to have to apologize to everybody <laughs> in case I murder your name. Please don't be angry. Then in the catch weight, we have Merab. Devalishvi Devalish Okay, we have a guy named Merab 
versus Gustavo Lopez. And in the middle way we have Carl Robertson versus Marvin Fettori. And then the main event for this UFC fight night is women's flyweight Jessica I versus Cynthia Calvillo. The match looks like it's going to be interesting because Jessica I is technically skilled. So you guys should try and give it a watch. I'm definitely going to be watching and I'll talk about it in the next in the next episode. So people, we are at the end of today's episode. Thanks for sticking around to the end. I really appreciate it. It's very nice to have your support. So remember I said I was going to give a random fact before leaving today and I saw this fact on the internet of course we all see things on the internet but this particular one made me laugh so much just thinking about it so I said I should share it with you guys and it says in 2014 a missing woman on a vacation in Iceland was found when it was discovered that she was in the search party looking for herself talk about an introspective search <laughs> like she's taking finding yourself to the next level she had to get lost and then join the search party to find herself and then that's where she was found guys i don't know but that sounds funny and deep at the same time <laughs> anyway guys thanks for um, coming on today and whatever day you did listen i really appreciate it like i said look forward to more content from me because i love talking about ufc and mma and everything in between so we're going to be having this from time to time like and share the podcast with your friends or with anybody you know that is interested in ufc or wants to know more about it or in any with anybody that you know that wants to be hearing random facts because i'm going to be bringing those two thank you see you later